0: thanks for tuning in to like what you like i'm your host blake excited for you to be here today we've got a great show for you today we're going to be talking about always new record blue rev which came out october 7th so it will be officially two weeks old yesterday because this episode comes out on saturday let's get into the show and we'll roll the intro this is like what you like thanks for being here i'm happy to be here talking about music with y'all um along the way we're just kind of figuring out how this all goes um I've been really excited about making these episodes, as I'm sure you've heard me express on past episodes. Last one was Death Cab for Cutie episode, and that's my favorite band. And that was kind of a hard episode to make just because I do have so much to say about Death Cab for Cutie. And by the end of it, I had recorded it over, I think, about three recording sessions. I was was pretty beat from talking about Death Cab, but I've still been liking Asphalt Meadows, so go check out that record. And that last review, I kind of talked about the show and the album and how it was hitting me in in the context of Death Cab for Cuties catalog. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to say that. Thank you, everybody who's been listening. Uh, There's a lot of new stuff on the way, a lot of new plans, a lot of exciting things. Um, Yeah, I've just been getting a chance to talk to people about it and uh, hopefully get... Get others involved in the show. Um, that's what it's all about, is talking about music with people and um, making it low stakes. You know, always want to make it fun. Uh, today, uh, I kind of want to shift up the format a little bit. Like I said, we're kind of discovering how this all goes. i um, going to be talking about some albums that are coming out uh, yesterday. So Friday's usually the big music release day. And then today we'll be doing a single review uh, of the new Jimmy Eat World song, Place Your Debts and then we'll get to Always Blue Rev. Uh, But first, let's start with the albums that came out yesterday. I think that having a resource for finding music is indispensable, for me at least. Like, knowing what's coming out when is, very important and when it comes out sometimes you don't even know that it's out and you'll be like that album came out this year like how did I not hear about it and even me somebody who's trying to keep their ear to the ground on this stuff I miss stuff all the time so I'm only going to be talking about a few records here that are coming out um and that you should check out but uh there are far more that come out on a given day it's uh it's kind of a it's kind of a crapshoot to know what you like, but these are, these are a few artists that I already love that I think you should check out that came out yesterday. Did I say today? It was yesterday. I'm trying to keep us on Saturday. Uh, so the first one is Stumpwork Work by Dry Cleaning, a post-punk band from England. Uh, they have like this kind of talky vocal style, very interesting sort of jammy instrumentals, and it's, a, it's so awesome. So I saw them in Milwaukee with Death Cab for Cutie, And uh, I think it's a good record to check out if you like some melancholic, uh, you know, talky post-punk, which is like England's main export right now. Another record coming out is Frankie Cosmos, uh, Inner World Peace, uh, which is coming out via Sub Pop. Uh, That is probably going to be good. I love Frankie Cosmos. It's like very chill music, indie, emo-adjacent. Very like twee, uh, like synthy, sort of like very bedroomy pop. I don't know if those words mean anything to you, but Frankie Cosmos is definitely some good feeling music. Um, she has a lot of different like modes that she is in. Um, I think Painted Shut was the first record of hers that I got into, but I'm really excited to listen to Inner World Peace. And then last but not least, is The Loneliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen's Stan here. I uh, love
1: pretty much everything she's
0: made. Um, I'm not like as deep into her as some other bands, but I think she's the one pop artist that I get excited about. Maybe that's expectable, but um, Carly Rae Jepsen is, uh, I think, one of the most artsy sort of pop stars, you know? I like she kind of started off on this like bubblegummy thing, but has gotten into I don't know these like cool like funky territories and like I'm looking forward to just a new release from her. I really like dedication and the B sides from that too. Um, I, so that's an album to look out for. Uh, so that's all the records that are coming out uh, yesterday. Uh, Dry cleaning, Frankie Cosmos, Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, check those out if you're. If you're liking it, and next week we'll have a whole new batch of records to check out there. Let's move on to the single review. This week, uh, Jimmy World released Place Your Debts, a little play on words there for all the the word freaks out there. Uh, Bets would usually be the normal phrase, place your bets. Uh, maybe there's a little deeper meaning there about debts and bets and th- <laughs> the, the song is about the state of the world, obviously, um, Jimmy world kind of back, they released their record surviving in the midst or a little bit before the pandemic. And, um, you know, they're one of those later career bands right now, kind of older, um, I have heard a few songs off of Surviving and and liked it. I kind of fell back into listening to Jimmy Eat World because of Riot Fest, and uh, you know they did a few live recordings during the pandemic. Um, so I was excited to hear about Place Your Deads. Something Loud was the last single that they released, which was a little bit before Riot Fest, and I think the tour that they were on during Riot Fest was the Something Loud tour. So kind of promoting that, they didn't play Place Your debts at all. It's um a very subdued track compared to something loud. Um maybe maybe there's a little bit of juxtaposition there. Um Jim's singing about, you know, kind of like where did we go wrong? Um our, this is kind of a, a beautiful ending. Um I like the instrumentation on it and it's a five minute song. Um this kind of like more long winded uh version of Jimmy World is something that I enjoy they've had you know like songs like Polaris off of futures is a nice slow build this one doesn't really like break into like an enormous crescendo um, but it is a good track and place your debts kind of gets me excited for what Jimmy at world might be coming up with next if it's a new record if it's an EP um, maybe they're just releasing a couple of singles uh, show, showing us their back um, but they've had some time to write, probably after surviving. So this could be a sign of what's to come for Jimmy Eat World. But um, very exciting to kind of be juxtaposing two different sides of them in 2022. Let me know what you thought of Place Your Deaths by Jimmy Eat World. I think this is a nice new direction for the band. Uh, let's move on to talking about always new record, Blue Blue Rev <music> Always. This is a new band for me. I kind of got hyped on the hype train. I, I got on board the hype train when it came to my station, and I was riding it. You know, I was listening to anti Lights and the self-titled, and, you know, we'd get to a stop, and a single would come on, and I'd be like, okay, pharmacist, you're pretty good. Easy on your own. That's a really good song, too. And, you know, kept on going, and they released some more singles. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Blue Rev kind of came out of nowhere. I I think a lot of people have liked this band for a long time, and uh, people I talk to about music have been anticipating this record for a long time. It's been five years since Always released a new record. So... I think the nostalgia is high and that's probably why people were hyped up for this album and it's continued to get a lot of coverage. They've had a pitchfork cover story about it. I think every major publication has written a review. Um, People are just very hungry for a new always record. And um, I saw them live in Chicago when they came through, I think it was like a week out and I bought my ticket. So uh, I was very psyched on the new record and, um, it kind of sold me on going to the show, and it was it was packed. It was a hugely packed show. It was at the Riviera, which is not a small venue. And honestly, when I heard that they were playing there, I was very surprised. Haven't been an Always fan for a long time, so I don't know where they've played before. But this type of indie is, I guess, it's huge now. Like I, I would have expected to see a band like Always play a smaller club maybe a mid-sized club, if you're familiar with Chicago, maybe Talia, you know, Riv's a little bit bigger than Talia, um, I don't know the head counts, and I would embarrass myself if I tried, but this this type of music, I think it's just worth noting that it just, it doesn't seem like ready for big theaters, and it was, like, I we couldn't even stand in the general admission, the people I went with, like, I usually can see over people's heads, but at the Riv, it is like a slanted, a slanted general admission, and then there's like a flat um, bank behind it. It's hard to visualize, and then there's a balcony above it. And standing on that flat part behind rows and rows of people, I couldn't even see the stage, and the stage is like lowered down where the you know the incline of the general admission hits. I'm painting a very beautiful picture. But we couldn't even stand in the general admission and see the band. And I'm tall. I'm a tall guy. So, you know, and I have <laughs> I'm used to seeing it shows. So I'm feeling kind of like uh, you know, I'm feeling like everybody else now. I thought I was special. Um, but we went up to the balcony, which was a weird concert experience for me, but it was because it was so packed, literally couldn't see The band playing and the room also sounded sort of strange, but I won't get into that it The room sound just isn't good at the riv. I'm just gonna say it but always sounded good. You know, it's it's not like that like all encompassing sound That's all I wanted to say about it. You know, you can kind of feel that it's not filling the whole room. Okay, I'll stop talking about it Um, But we were standing on the balcony Sitting on the balcony actually so that was a new experience too, sitting during the show um, but the music was, you know, still danceable and I was in my seat moving around, you know, it's kind of a, uh, a new experience to get used to. We would cheer after songs and I was like, am I really even like, you know, contributing to the applause up here? I'm so far away. Um, but yeah, there was, it was, it was a cool experience seeing it from the balcony, seeing kind of how the whole stage was set up kind of from a bird's eye view. Um, some of the projections that they had were, really cool uh it was kind of all synced up with their music i was wondering if maybe they had somebody running the the video projector uh live with them like changing during parts that's at least how i thought it was happening um i know i mentioned the sound of the venue and i'm not an audio engineer i barely know how to put a podcast together but what, what I did get from the show, seeing Always live playing as a band, and we'll get to the record, um, is that they sound like a band. You know, the singer Molly Rankin has such an iconic voice, so strong. She doesn't really emote much when she sings, but the force that she can sing with, and there's a lot of like belting parts on Blue Rev and in Always songs that, like, she's just got, she's so, you know, clo- you close your eyes, and she, like, takes you somewhere with her voice, and, uh, what I was saying is, like, always is a band, like, it's not just her. It's everybody on stage. It's the keyboardist. It's the bassist. It's the drummer. It's the, um, other guitarist, and, like, it it's just this, like, full sound, and I think there are some bands, like, you know, let's take Death Cat for Cutie, for instance. They can be stripped down into an acoustic ballad, and you really don't miss a lot from the song. It sort of transmutes into a different thing. And I haven't heard any always songs played this way, but I just I get the feeling with the whole band that like the sound of always is the group. And seeing it live kind of solidified that for me um yeah and there was like songs that i had seen or had heard on the record before seeing them live that they completely sold me on um while i was there and i've kind of like been able to listen to them differently so the live experience for always was amazing the hype was a part of that too and like i was kind of seeing the show from a new vantage point so um really unique show experience for me and I bought the vinyl I don't always buy vinyl I usually get a t-shirt if I go to the merch um no not really a koozie guy not a lot of bands have koozies should probably do a merch episode of this show because I think there's tiers of merch that bands graduate into like if your band has a windbreaker you're on like level three but like koozies are like the top of level one and level two is like, you've got a sweater, you know, t-shirts and stickers and that's all level one. Um, But always they had the standard stuff. They didn't have anything crazy. They had a, they had a tour poster, which I would say is probably bridging on level two and level three. Um, Maybe we'll make an infographic. Um, But I bought the vinyl and I like having that tangible piece of music. I don't have a great vinyl setup. It's uh, kind of just a way for me to have that like artifact of the band. And um, it's more of a testament to like how much I, I dig the record. Um, I, I don't buy every single record that I love, but the records that kind of have that extra importance to me throughout the year, like I definitely will make an effort to buy it and um i think it's a great hobby to have a great like collection to do so if you do collect vinyl like i'd love to know why you do it um i i hope to amass a bigger collection someday but adding like blue rev into it like i don't have the other always records but i have blue rev and maybe over time i'll end up collecting those but um yeah. It's it's kind of a, you know, you go to the merch table and you're kind of like faced with your personality. It's like, do I get the black shirt? Do I get the blue shirt? It's got a pocket on it. You know, like you really got to like decide who you're going to be in this shirt. It's not like being at Target. You know, you go to Target and you kind of like have, you know, your choice of whatever you want, but like the band can only give you like three options. So, what do you do? You know, you kind of decide it's got a phone on it. It's a shirt with a phone on it, am I the shirt with the phone on it guy, and you say yes, and you give them $20 or $25 inflation, and, you know, you make it happen for the band, and Merch is a great way to support bands, you know, okay, do we want to talk about Blue Rev now, do we want to stop talking about the Riviera and the sound that I know nothing about, sure, let's do it, thanks, Blake, (laughs) I'm going insane. Uh, Blue Rev. If you don't already know, I love this record. Um, it has a lot of different facets to it. It flows really well. From what I hear about the production, that it it was very organically put together. They worked in studio with Sean Everett, which is another Canadian fellow Canadian. To always, I am American, not Canadian. Um, don't want to get that confused, not because I wouldn't want to be Canadian, but Blue Rev. (laughs) Sean Everett produced this record and what they did was they recorded it live a couple of times and then they added on top of it, which I think is, is beautiful. You're like making this like landscape and then sort of like painting in the details afterwards. And I don't know if I've listened to it with that frame of mind, but it, um, there's like a lot of things kind of buried in there. And a lot of people are like mentioning shoegaze when they talk about this band now. And I I think after so much shoegaze talk happening this year, I'm kind of tuning out shoegaze, you know, the, the sort of, I'm going to use a big word now, obfuscation, ob, like this intentional sort of muddying Um, has been present in a lot of bands and um, it just kind of like hits certain flavors for me. I think the things I like about Always aren't necessarily their guitar tones um, but it's kind of like the all around vibe and maybe that's kind of where the shoegaze element comes in. Shoegaze is a vibe. Um, But like songs like very online guy are very synthy. You know, there's not even guitars on there. When they were on stage playing it, Molly's like on the pedal board and singing, like she's bent down, kneeled over, and the guitarist is on a keyboard and the pianist is still playing the piano. But um, it's just a completely different, They they modulate between different sounds on this record so there is that shoegaze element there's this like stereo lab ish sounding very online guy song and then there are songs like pressed which sound like a Smiths song and i love that it's a nostalgic sound i wasn't alive for when the smiths were making music but i do love the smiths and um like having having those reference points so available to them it available to me as I, like, listen to them. It's kind of, you can kind of hear their, their influences on the record. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of exciting. And I think there's a narrative around this band that is, they're sort of nostalgic. This record comes after a couple of years and people, you know, have this romantic feeling of, The self-titled record and that song Marry Me Archie um, has become a part of the indie landscape as an important song already. And this band it just isn't that old. You know, like I would expect this from a band that's been around for, you know, a decade or more, but you know, I think they're probably coming up on a decade. And this kind of gets back to my surprise at the riv with them. Is it was a packed show. At a huge theater for an indie band, it like they're they're tapping into something very different. You know, there's these these touch points from The Smiths and like some '80s new wave, Curie sort of stuff, and then there's this like newer angle that they're taking on with like shoegaze and this this indie song structure with songs like Pharmacist and uh, Easy on Your Own, which were, those were the first two singles i think those you know they're like wonderfully put together songs and they're not like typical song structures either you know uh they hardly ever go back to a chorus and their songs don't like go over two minutes on this record like some of them you know what song was that i'm gonna look it up live on the air um song length has just been changing a lot like People don't want to bore you anymore. And like we talked about Jimmy World putting out a five minute single. I love that. I love it when a band takes their time on the runtime of a record. But looking at this track list, there is one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six songs that are like three something. You know, but there's tons of like two oh four. The last song is a minute and twenty seconds. 209 like this is part of a wave of something you know and it has to do with bands releasing records of a certain length it has to do with bands releasing songs of a certain length and doing singles you know the way that bands release music is changing and always has this new sort of nostalgic sound people come to it and recognize it and it seems familiar, but you know, like they're, they seem like they're innovating in the space. And I think there's a lot of signs pointing to the fact that they're like a kick-ass band. And I think I'm just having a hard time reconciling with that because a lot of it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but I, I, I know that I like this record a lot and maybe you listening to my like befuddled confusion is making you unsure about this record, but you should really check it out. It's uh, it's very cool. I think it's one of the coolest records that that's come out this year. Um, I put it up there with like um, uh, one of the surprising releases this year was Pedro, the lions have a Sue for like one of my top records of the year that just kind of came out of nowhere for me. So, um, Blue Rev by Always. Uh, I hope you like that discussion. I hope you check out this record. Um, there, there's a lot to like about it. My favorite song is Belinda Says, for sure. And they played that, and it's, it's very cool. Like, they've got, I don't know, me and my buddy Austin have this funny joke about, like, I want to have a daughter, is this thing that Bo Burnham said, and it won't make sense to anybody. But uh, this song has she, – she talks about, like, having a baby and seeing how it goes. And, it like, it's so, like, meaningful. And her voice, like, really, like, ramps up to it. And then there's, like, a key change. And the song, like, really picks up. And that all happens in two minutes and 45 seconds. And it's just, like, it, I got to replay it after that. Belinda says – And it's a reference to Belinda Carlisle. If you didn't know that, uh, the ooh baby, do you know what that's worth? Heaven's a place on earth. Belinda Carlisle. Um, yeah. Blue Rev by always. Um, thank you for listening to like what you like. Thank you for, uh, tolerating my nonsense. Um, I can't wait to be back with another episode next week. Um, what are we gonna talk about? um it's it's up for debate uh what we what we talk about next week, but uh there will be another episode of catching up coming up soon. Uh, I'll keep you in the loop as they say, so to speak. Um, follow us on Instagram. We have a website where there's a bunch of written stuff that I did while the podcast was dormant. We've got past episodes, got interviews. We don't have any merch. And after all that merch talk, I'm kind of like, do people want like a t-shirt or like a hat? Do I have to start on level one of my own merch discussion? Um, I don't know. Let me know. I've been asking a lot of you to let me know. But uh, thank you for listening to Like What You Like again. Um, And we'll talk to you next week. Cheers.